girl welcome back <laughs> and welcome black to fluid thoughts i am your gracious host fluid flower and i just want to say i am over the moon right now because i had a really good friend um procure tickets for me and another friend that she doesn't even know um she procured tickets to renaissance <laughs> So I will be going to see the queen in Houston, my city, her city, September 23rd, 2023 at 7 p.m. Baby, when I tell you, if Beyonce bogues and dips and fucking walks that fucking duck, I'm going to literally like perform open heart surgery on myself. I'm going to commit seppuku. I'm going to so much energy I'm not gonna know what to do with when I see this woman give us this show I'm so excited for this show that for me is almost like six seven almost eight months away I was on the phone with my friend um and we were like oh what do you think the show is gonna be like and I'm like it's gonna start with I'm that girl and it's gonna be like these motherfuckers ain't stopping and everything's gonna be pitch black and it's crazy because then Literally, we talked about the set list for three hours <laughs> over the phone. That's how excited I am. Then I hopped on TikTok and um, another person at Hey Mickey 14, literally like the algorithm, TikTok, Facebook, whatever is like listening to my conversations. Because as soon as I open my TikTok app, I see their video of them like predicting how the set list is going to be and how the show is going to open. And it was literally the exact thing that I was just doing with my friend. And I thought that was so fucking cool. So I'm excited for the show. I hope you get tickets, girl. Um, even though this episode <laughs> is not about Beyonce. Um, today we are going to be talking about age gap relationships. I do want to trigger warn this episode. Cause I do want to talk about some personal experiences that involve, um, my assault that happened to me over many years as a child, uh, the grooming that I went through in the church and like some very gritty conversations that I even had with people that I know personally who were in approval of age gap relationships because they think, Oh, it's based in tradition. So yeah, let's get into it. Um, Obviously, like I said, I'm biased. I do not approve of huge age gap relationships. Now, obviously, clearly, I am not talking about like relationships where two people are together and like they're in a relationship and they're like a few years apart. I would say at max two to three years, maybe even four, depending on the age, right? What I'm talking about is when a woman or a man, because that's another thing I want to address when we talk about age gap relationships, it seems to be like this double standard where if the younger person is the guy and the older person is the woman, people are like, like giving dap and like approval to this young guy for pulling this older woman. We'll get to that in a second. But when the young guy or girl or non, they, them, non-binary person is like 18, 19 and the person they're dealing with is like 45, we have a fucking problem. <laughs> like, I, I think personally, what I want to first start with is what could you at 45, 50, 60 years old, see in a person who is 19? What the fuck are you talking about? This 19 year old is trying to get their TikTok popping and you're 62 um, you, popping Viagra and trying to pop your 401 fucking K. 
What do you have in common to talk about? What do you have in common with this person intellectually? And so for me, my major takeaway from this is that huge age gap relationships are not about being with someone who makes you happy. It's truly about manipulation. And there are too many people who think that they're not. And I'm like, why do you not think that it isn't? And it's mostly because they're a person who is in a huge age gap relationship themselves and is probably the older person who is like literally doing the manipulating. Your brain, your soft spot as a young person isn't even fully closed until you reach age 26. And you mean to tell me you as a 33-year-old thinks it's okay to date someone who is 19? No, you're, you're fucking violating, bro. Like, stop fucking playing with me. Younger people, by default, have less experience simply because they are young. When your brain is not developed, you are automatically doing stupid things. When I think about myself now, I just turned 30. Even the way my body has developed... I can literally only drink wine and not wake up with a headache and get a little buzz. I can be fine the next morning. Even if I drank on like a weekday or in the work week, I could drink a glass or two and then pop up the next morning and be fine. I remember um, a few years ago when I was like 27, I went out, had good time. Um, I think I was uh, in New Orleans with my homegirl. We had absinthe. When I tell you I woke up the next morning feeling trash and I was like, I don't understand. When we were back at college between ages 18 and 21, you could put whatever you wanted in your body and be fine. Bitch, I, if I don't make sure that I do my physical therapy stretches after I have a workout, I will have all sorts of random aches and pains and kinks and joints all over my body. I'll be like, oh my God, what's going on? So that's just with the body development. So now think of the brain. The reason when, why, when you're 18 and 19 year olds in college and you put all kinds of crazy trash ass liquor and poison and weed and, and fucking cookout burgers and quesadillas in your fucking body is because you don't know any fucking better. You don't have the forethought. You don't have the forethought of someone who's made 33 or 35 revolutions around the sun when you're 19, 18, 20, even 22 years old. You don't have that forethought. They have experienced more life than you. They have been through more shit than you. And they have been able to either have, you know, moments of growth or introspection and look at those moments and be like, oh, this is what I need to do the next time something presents itself versus you when you are young. This is the first time that you're navigating things. When something bad would happen when I was in my 20s, early 20s, late teens, basically, I thought the entire world was over. It took me getting guidance from an older person who had experienced this to tell me what I needed to do or to help me see something that I couldn't see to get me out of my slump. Now, let's apply this to relationships. If you're 45 going after people who are 19, 20, and 21, and your whole thing is, oh, they're easier to deal with. Yes, they're easier to deal with because they have less experience and they don't know to call you out on your shit because they don't know what the shit it is that you're doing. In my opinion, you as that older person trying to pursue a younger person is because you want to get away with being a shitty person and avoid any sort of accountability whatsoever. Because a young person whose brain is not fully developed isn't going to know what to hold you accountable to. 
but they can be heavily emotionally manipulated and you will use that idea or you will use the fact that you are older than them. You're like, I'm older than you. I know how this works. I know how this goes. And what can you say to that? Especially when we live in a society that doesn't protect children and doesn't like care about younger people, except when we can contribute to like shit like the economy. You know what I mean? So it's like, you as the young person can't defend yourself because one, you don't have the tools to defend yourself. And then you're constantly being bullied by adults simply because that they're adults. And when we were children, we were financially dependent on these adults to survive, whether it was adults in our household or adults in our immediate community. The fact that age 18 is seen or considered to be an adult in this country is absolutely fucking wild. I think it's even lower in Great Britain. I think it's like 16 or something like that. But the fact remains, your brain is not developed. I also find it telling is the fact that people are like, oh, you're an adult, you're an adult. Or not even just people. In the United States, you're an adult, you're an adult at age 18. But the literal word teenager is in the age. Like that shit is so fucking wild to me. And I remember, you know, being very active on Tumblr in my Tumblr days. Somebody writing like a think piece basically saying that if they were able to get the age of consent to be lowered, then they absolutely would because this is the type of country that we live in. And, and to be clear and to be very fair, age gap relationships, huge age gap relationships don't just happen out of thin air. Young people, however you identify men, women, uh, non-binary, whatever, we are literally groomed. You are literally groomed to expect that at some point in your life that you should be in a relationship or you will be in a relationship with someone who is significantly older than you. I'll give you two examples. When I went on a missions trip, when I was spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, or rather spreading white supremacy and colonization to the good Ipetikuna people in the San Blas Islands and in the Darien jungle of Panama, I remember our group leader, who was a white guy, who was like in his mid to, mid to late 20s, um, he was giving us relationship advice because he was like in a serious committed relationship and blah, 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 blah. And he wanted to like, you know, model his relationship because they were both Christian. We both love God and blah, blah, blah. So when I asked at the tender age, I was like 17 when I was on this missions trip. I asked, I was like, oh, well, when did you guys start dating and how old is she? And he said, well, you as girls, you need to find a man if you're 18, you need to find a man who's 25 or older because he'll be able to protect you and provide for you financially. Okay, first of all, Cracker, you're broke. <laughs> Let's start there. When we was on the missions trip, he was one of those adventuring white motherfuckers who was like, I'm going to travel to this like country and I'm going to get adventure. And he only packed two pairs of drawers, two pairs of shorts, and like you know, I think two tops or something. And they were like these specialty type tops. I said he's broke, but these like tops are like very expensive. There are these specialty type t-shirts that are used for like hiking and stuff. And um, they're like from REI, the outdoor store. And like you use that, you're supposed to like be able to reuse them so that you're in situations where you don't have access to a washer and dryer that you can use it, right? But I'm like, 
when he was talking about his home life, which is why I called him broke, he lived in a flat in an apartment with like five other dudes because they live on the East Coast and obviously rent is like high over there. And he was like, his girlfriend has to sometimes pay his rent. So when I asked him how old she was, he said, oh, she's 19. (laughs) This cracker was like 27, 28 or something like that. My point is that you said we as younger women should find a man who's 25 or plus if we're 18. The age group should start at 25. He basically says something about whatever your age is as seven years. I think that was the the, the thing of it. So if you're 19, add 17, um, add, add seven years or whatever 19 plus seven is, that's where you should start. He didn't say nothing about dating within your age or like finding someone who you who cares about you and who, you know, loves you for who you are and isn't trying to change you. You should literally add seven years to what your age is. And then that's the person that you should start dating because they're supposed to be more financially secure. But your 19 year old girlfriend is paying your rent because you're fucking broke, bro. Get the fuck out of here like you're a goddamn joke. And that's just my personal experience. Another way in which young people are are groomed is I think the other side of it, because we talk about this standard of like grooming, but we always, I think in my opinion, talk about it from the perspective of a man grooming a young, grooming a young woman. But rest assured, men get groomed by women. I remember being in college. I was an orientation leader. I was like, I think I just turned 20. And we do this thing at Fisk where they separate for like a night or two. They separate the boys and the girls to like have these like mentorship days. And so like first all of the female orientation leaders will gather and we'll talk to all of the new young female incoming freshmen and we'll talk to them about our experience and all these other things. And the the males will also do that with the young men who are coming in. Then it's a switch the girls will talk to the young men coming in and the guys will talk to the young women coming in or whatever in terms of like the new freshman class. So we're sitting here, I'm orientation leader. This is my second year being orientation leader. And there's this young man. I don't even think he lasted like the orientation. I think Fisk was like his backup school. And then like, I think after a couple of weeks, he like ended up leaving and going to like another school. But anyway, So we're having conversation and we're telling the kids about what it's like to be at Fisk and like, you know, how it's, it's really just like indoctrination because like the ideas that we as older Fisk students would tell them how to be a Fisk lady and how to be a Fisk gentleman. It's just like a lot of like respectability politics, in my opinion, a lot of Jack and Jill shit. So this young guy (laughs) raises his hand and he's like, so what about relationships on campus? Like, do you guys date younger men? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, we're literally talking about how to survive campus in terms of like your classes and your courses. And the conversation just went way left. So I'm sitting on the side because I'm not facilitating the conversation. But he comes up to me. He was like, yeah, you know, I don't know why everybody was like tripping. You know, I was just asking a question. I was just wanting to know if you, you know, um, what's the word that they call it? Upperclassmen. I want to know if upperclassmen date underclassmen. And I was just like, I mean, honestly, dude, you really just need to worry about, you know, getting a GPA and getting some credits before you start worrying about a relationship. He's like, yeah, well, my last girlfriend, she was like 28, 29. I said, hold on, hold on. What the fuck are you talking about? I said, how old are you? He said, oh yeah, I just turned 18. 
And I was like, you didn't mean you just turned 18. He's like, yeah, I just turned 18. I'm like, and you're telling me that the last woman that you were with was 28 years old. He's like, yeah, I think she's like 29 now. She got a kid. What in the, what, 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 what? I was shocked in tears almost. I said, ooh, honey, let's go get you a white refrigerator, honey. Let's go get you a home. Oh, my God. What the fuck do you mean you were having sex with a 29-year-old woman with a child? Bro, you're fucking 18. That shit is fucking disgusting. But it's like when we think about the culture of men being groomed, it is like this toxic hyper-masculinity of like men who, who are probably older in this instance, I'm, I'm assuming, who will gather around younger men and tell them, yeah, like you should like have sex with older women so you can get more experience so that when you eventually become older yourself and you have a young girl that you'll be able to like, you know, have good relations with her in terms of sex and everything. And I'm like, but why do you have to be fucking someone 10, 12, 11 years your senior. That means that she was fucking with him when he was 16, 17 years old. This shit is not okay. You as a person with a fully developed brain should not be having sexual, intimate relationships, romantic relationships with a person whose brain is not fully developed. That shit is sick. Whether it's a man, a woman, it doesn't fucking matter. That shit is disgusting. Now, I want to be very clear here because I do understand that a lot of us who listen to my show are in our 30s, right? And people are like, oh, well, you know, I'm 32 and my boyfriend is 42. Bitch, don't nobody give a fuck about who you date. You're a grown ass woman and he's a grown ass man. I'm not talking about you, bitches, because yes, while I acknowledge that there's an age gap there as well, I'm specifically talking about age gap relationships that involve younger people who are literally younger than like, honestly, 27 like because you don't know shit yes I said 27 like I said I'm biased girl like when we're talking age gap relationships you really do need to be pushing 30 before you start dealing with these people who've been traveling around the sun for damn near 50 40 years however the fuck old they are because you have to have street smarts turn this on I'm slapping my brain turn this on turn it on babes but you understand that when you are younger you can't turn it on because you worried about your social studies quiz you worried about your report card. <laughs> Bitch, you worried about your TikTok followers. And now here comes some 40 year old, hey, yeah, young baby. Who you wanna give me a ride? Like, oh God, like, oh. <laughs> imagine, imagine literally you meet somebody and they're like, hey, pass me my Viagra. Which, you know, technically today, nowadays. I heard the young boys are having issues getting it up because they done put so much fucking Percocets in their fucking system. It's affected that vein that allows the blood flow to get them an erection. So now even like younger men are using like gas station pills and Viagra because they can't get it up. Anyway, that's besides the point. The point is, imagine literally you are a young person literally turning in college applications, like trying to like get an SAT score and you'd be like, oh, hey guys, I can't hang out with you and Twitch with you and get on Discord and chat and laugh because my 40 year old boyfriend needs me to run to the store to go get them their fucking Viagra. Get out of here. Get jail. Prison. And, and, and on top of that, 
I understand that even in the, in the realm of this conversation, people will also bring up like other cultures. And I'm just like, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't care if it's cultural. I don't care if it's traditional. The shit needs to fucking stop. Even when you relegate it to literally like the, the cultural concepts or rather the tragedies of like child brides and people like, oh, well, that's their culture. Then that means the culture is defective. That means the culture itself is toxic. And that doesn't mean that the culture cannot change just because something has been some way for hundreds of years or even thousands of years. That doesn't mean that it can't change. I don't understand why people are so ready to just throw their hands up in the air and be like, yeah, I know it's gross for men or, or women who are much older to go after younger people, but you know, Hey, it's culture. That's just it. You're a loser and you can drown. (laughs) I'm sorry, but like, you don't, you don't have to support it. And also by not actively fighting against that, you are supporting it indirectly, which is which is just as bad. Like, I would even argue to an extent that depending on the situation and the context, it's probably worse because you know about it and you don't give a fuck. And so now I don't know if my kid or my friend or my younger cousin is safe around you or safe around you or your friends because you're gonna allow your 42-year-old homeboy to try to talk to my 19-year-old cousin because, hey, it's culture. Man, fuck you. I go back to the question again. Why are you as a 40 year old person interested in someone who is 20 years younger than you? And it is literally, you can't admit the fact that it's manipulation. You won't say that it's simply just based off of sexual attraction. And this is the age where people that that you can skirt accusations of being a pedophile because that person is legally 18. But have you ever thought and considered, should you be dating someone who is not your intellectual equal? What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm scrolling on Twitter and girl, speaking of Twitter, I literally had to delete the app because the shit would like not refresh and it would only show me tweets from like two days ago. So now I have to just like use it on browser. But anyway, before I deleted the app off my phone, you know, the the podcast bros make their rounds. And I don't know how many times I have to tell you girlies, just stop giving these people attention. How many times do I have to say... Literally, these people are either making content that's inflammatory to get you to promote and boost their content, or they're doing that because they know that an uh, an app like Facebook is going to push their content because it's more inflammatory or controversial. So there's like a podcast bro who, who apparently had some women on the podcast as well, who was like, the reason why I date younger women is because they're easier to deal with. And it's not about manipulation. I just don't like being yelled at in a relationship and blah, 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 blah. Y'all females who are much older, y'all be trying to lead. You won't let the man lead in the relationship and you won't let him take his rightful place as the leader of the household. All right, Benjamin, I don't know what the fuck his name is, but we're going to call him Benjamin. So Benjamin is talking and saying all this fucking nonsense. And then the woman podcaster interrupts him and she says, well, what is your definition of lead? Because what is it that exactly that you feel like you need to lead? Why can't you just exist and be co-partners with this person in, in the relationship? What is it? Why are men always talking about you need to lead and be the leader in the relationship? And then he says, without fail, well, when I lead, you need to do what I say. So you admit 
it's about manipulation. And then he goes, she was like, so you're manipulating her. And he goes, no, it's not manipulation. I just want her to do what I say. <laughs> and everybody, even the guy, the other men in the podcast were like, well, well, bro, that's, that's what manipulation is. You're, you're wanting a person to do your will and your bidding without considering what they want in a relationship. And he was like, nah, y'all changing the definition. And so he's actively visibly getting mad because he can see the error and the literal, like the, the cognitive dissonance he starts to feel because people are like, no, you literally just told on yourself. So he's getting angry and mad and angry about the second to, to the point where he starts blowing up and people are like, bro, calm down. And so then obviously like the video shuts off and they're like, oh, tune in or whatever. Right. And I'm not tuning the fuck in. And obviously this is like a, a screen grab that someone posted on Twitter. So I'm reading the comments and the comment section was trash. It was garbage, bitch. You had men, you click on their profile and it was like join twitter since 2007 born in 1976 talking about some where the young bird was just trying to express himself because you old bitches you're all right you know what i mean like it, it was just fucking horrible you know what i mean like literally repeating verbatim essentially what he said and thinking that if you switch a few words around that we would finally come to the conclusion that you're trying to draw but it's the issue that because you are being painted as a manipulator because that is what you are but you're not comfortable with the fact of, of the truth of being called of what you are you're trying to skirt around being called a manipulator when that is absolutely what you are you're trying to skirt around being called an abuser because that is what can lead through the manipulation it can be physical mental emotional because again what business do you have being in a relationship with someone who is not your intellectual equal then then what also bothers me about this is the fact that these kids should be worried about what color Nike dunks they're going to match with their Nintendo Switch. And then here y'all old asses go, you need to worry about being married and you need to worry about, you know, your kids. You want to make sure you have your kids. But bro, you turn 25, cause ain't nobody trying to be no 25 year old. And you, you, you got your kid, cause I'm, I'm hurt by. Shut the fuck up, Cephas. Shut up, Benjamin. So when it comes to misogyny, first of all, a woman is nothing but if she has a child and she's not married. And then you tell the woman, well, you need to get married uh, before you turn a certain age so you're not washed up and you're an old maid. Pressuring these young girls into relationships simply because you have no fucking game, simply because you, have, you get no bitches, simply because you're a fucking loser. So now you have to go convince people that you have never interacted with before, people who just finished is taking their algebra 2 exam that you're not a loser because everybody who actually does know you knows that you're a fucking loser and you base your manhood in these performances of gender and masculinity when really you don't have to do any of that shit at all you could simply just be yourself and be respectful to other people and i i fucking promise you you will be fucked people will have sex with you if you just simply learn some human respect some mutual respect for your fellow human being but no you've been indoctrinated into what the superstructure the powers of be of capitalism that teach predatory behavior to those who can have any sort of position of power however they can get it so now your ass is sitting over here 
predatory, preying on young men, young women, whoever the fuck, because you are trying to prove to yourself and to the world that you still got it. You're nasty. And I hope you end up in the worst Pokey Oaks nursing home because you're fucking disgusting, you nasty, stupid bitch. And lest we forget about the women who are also predatory towards these young boys because the shit is fucking nasty. Who was the girl, what's her name, Brittany Renner, who like tweeted something about protect your sons because she was visiting HBCUs? Yeah, you're a nasty bitch. You're fucking gross because you're 42. (laughs) I don't actually know how old she is. I'm being childish, but bitch, you're fucking gross because me right now at age 30, I have nothing in common with the person who is going to an HBCU right now. I have nothing in common with a young man who is literally trying to get into Morehouse. Like, what are you talking about? Who's playing football for fucking Texas Southern. I have nothing in common with him. Like, I think there is a certain type of person who cannot think past their genitals because that's the only sense of euphoria they get. So that's another reason why it contributes to them being predatory because they're like, yeah, people who are my age don't want to deal with me because of all my fucking baggage. So let me go now, go and, and put my baggage onto a young person who doesn't have any forethought, who doesn't know any fucking better and who doesn't know how to say no because they're so busy themselves trying to get experience. Just as I thought, trash, garbage, Let's also shame, shame. Let's also shame the stupid, disgusting, predatory bitches who literally like who partake in sexual acts with children to like or specifically boys to like these initiation acts to make them men. Girl, there is their place in hell that is so hot for you. Your skin is going to boil off. Satan himself is going to actually use you as a fucking pitchfork to shovel the fucking coal for the men that is going down there who are manipulating and trying to turn out these young girls. All of y'all are fucking nasty. I will always and forever be disturbed. Forgive me if I cry. I will always and forever be fucking disturbed by Lil Wayne telling us his story about essentially how he was graped like and and he's sitting up there laughing about it and the people that he's in the studio they're laughing about it every time that video makes the rounds on social media my heart fucking tears up because why the fuck are we not protecting these young boys this is fucking insane this is fucking crazy and so people will literally sit there and be like oh he's becoming a man no No, he's literally being assaulted and because of toxic masculinity and because of patriarchy and all of the other institutions that are intertwined with one another, you think this is acceptable. You think this is okay and it's fucking not. I do not give a fuck. I will never forgive Boosie for not only sharing what he did to his younger children, oh, uh, about the strippers and it to perform sexual acts on him and blah, 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 blah and him thinking that's okay and I'm just like, Boose, find the nearest prison and bury yourself underneath it, okay? Also, find those women (laughs) and bury them underneath the prison underwater because, girl, why would you think that's something okay to do? 
And when we think about these predatory behaviors that happen in every community, and I hate when like we talk about stuff like this and people be like, I cannot stand the homophobia in the black community. I cannot stand the predation in the black community. Newsflash, it happens in every fucking community because we live in the superstructure of predation known as capitalism. It is a structure that defines who and what is weak and then punishes them for being weak. It now accepts the fact that people are predators because they're significantly or supposedly stronger than those who are weak. And so then it's just like, oh, well, if you didn't want to get essayed and if you didn't want to get harmed, you should have been stronger. You should have been this. But what happens to community? Why are the community members not protecting these children? When you see these niggas, when you see these bitches outside of the fucking high schools and the HBCUs, you need to literally get your Glocks and literally start and just be like, hey, we don't do that shit around here. If you're looking for a quick thrill, take your ass to the motherfucking uh, zone de erotica and buy you a toy and figure it out your fucking self. But to sit up here and to prey on these children, these babies, these young people, simply because you feel like you can and you know that these people are going to be able to be manipulated by your bullshit, by your lies, by your abuse, Shame on you, and I hope you rot in the hottest places of hell. Whew. <laughs> As you can clearly see, I'm very worked up about this particular topic. Um, and, and, and a lot of that has to do with, you know, I get, like I said, my bias because I was sexually assaulted at a young age for a number of years. And that wasn't even just that specific instance. You have to think about, uh, when I'm walking home from the school bus stop or I'm walking around in the neighborhood with my friends, just being a child. And you have, these are people's fathers, people's mothers who are talking about our developing bodies as children, making comments, talking about when you turn 18, you can call me. What kind of shit is this? You are an adult and you need to be focusing on your retirement plan and you need to be focusing on voting in the midterms. I don't know why you're sitting here concerned with me at 14 years old. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I remember hearing stories on podcasts, on Twitter, about uh, specific threads about younger women who had been through abuse with older men. And the fact that everyone in the older guy's family would be like almost championing the fact that she was younger, telling these girls, yeah, it's good that you're young so that we can mold you. Don't nobody want to deal with a woman who thinks she know everything. So it's misogyny coming from everywhere. It's hatred of women coming from everywhere. And it's also, again, like when you look at these stories in between the different genders, whether it's a woman, uh, a young woman being manipulated by an older man or a young man being manipulated by an older woman, it's always people surrounding and and the community around these fucking predators the stories that my guy friends would tell me growing up like I'm 14 they're 15 or 16 and the stories of them telling me about their fathers or older brothers taking them to strip clubs taking them to like sex workers homes to go and get their virginity taken so that they can become a man I remember like my male friends telling me this growing up and I'm feeling bad for them and I'm telling them like 
hey, like, you know, this is like illegal, right? But they're laughing it off because it's their dads and uncles and older brothers who are telling them that it's okay. So of course, they're going to listen to a family member, to a male older family member who has more experience versus the person who is actively experiencing sexual assault, like in the moment right now, which they didn't know at the time. Nobody knew until I said something, but they're going to listen to those people that they've built community with who are older, who are tasked and charged with taking care of them. Girl, I remember one time, see, you know what? Let me not get into that because then that specific person is going to know that I'm talking about them. And I didn't like get like, explicit permission to like talk about that particular instance but there's just too many male friends and just men young boys that I knew growing up who had these experiences with like older women and being championed and egged on and encouraged to do these things these illegal illicit things with older women by the men who are tasked and charged with uh, protecting them and then it's crazy right because they're tasked in charge with protecting them and those are the same men who are coming and looking at, at me talking about some oh like I, I can I can be you know your sugar daddy I can get you some candy from the store you know just you know just come sit on my lap come talk to me for a second I'm just like even back then I knew that shit was wrong and I was just I would just be so disgusted and it's like who are we as like 13 and 14 year old girls to try to protect ourselves from grown men who have not only outstrong us who have the strength but also like girl I'm from Houston Texas they got guns you and we talk about like like gender-based violence and we think about like when you reject a man's advances at our grown age and how violent some men get imagine what that feels like as a 14 year old girl and his 50 year old man like 14 year old Effie is walking home from the bus stop and my mm, should I say it? I'm gonna say it fuck it I don't give a shit and my neighbor at the time would always like stop and like talk to me and I was just like, why is he always like talking to me like and like would compliment on my shape and on my face and say, oh, I'm going to get so pretty when I get older and when I turn 18 that I should call him. And I was like, I have to go inside Mr. Johnson. That wasn't his name, but it was the same Mr. Johnson. Oh, Mr. Johnson, I have to go inside. OK, sorry, Mr. Jacob Jingleheimer, but I think I hear my mom calling me like feeling so awkward and so like scared because these men who are they're not they're in community with me obviously because we live in the same place but like you are someone's literal fucking father and you are lusting after a child because it's not working out with your wife who's the same age as you like bro fucking get a fucking grip are you kidding me oh my god like it's just so disgusting and then you find out that these men are often very abusive, beat their kids, beat their wife. Like it's, it's just a never ending cycle of disgusting predatory bullshit. And that's why I had to jump on here and talk about it today because I'm just, I'm so tired of seeing the clips of these fucking Andrew Tate wannabes trying to emulate that behavior and think it's okay. Or just these fucking loser nobodies who are on these goddamn podcasts screaming about how they like younger women because they, they want them to let them, they, they'll be able to let them lead in a relationship. And then their definition of lead is, Oh, you need to do what I say and be completely subservient bitch. Go get a fucking dog. Why are you like, when we think about like, why, when you investigate, why do you want to impose your will on another human being? Do you not think that person is a person? 
who has their own wants, needs, desires, thoughts, fears, like they want to do other things in this world other than be your wife or your girlfriend or your husband or your boyfriend. Like these are people that we are dealing with who are fully realized human beings, but that's the problem. You don't realize them as human beings. You see them as these little like characters in your fucking story that is made out of your fucking ego to to inflate you and to make you feel bigger than what you actually are it's fucking gross on any level you are a grown-ass woman in the bathtub with your son talking about some oh it ain't no it ain't none of these stupid bitches about to take my son virginity i'll be the one to take my son virginity how are you even girl we're not even gonna get into the whole mention of like incest and all that other bullshit because my fucking throat hurts and I'm tired of screaming all I am saying is we need to protect these children these young people we need to protect them from these predatory men and women like I said before this is not just a situation of like predatory men that I'm talking about I also see it I understand the double standard in this society and it does not fucking fly with me regardless of your gender regardless of your status you need to make sure that whoever you are dating is not significantly younger than you because you're fucking ridiculous if you think I'm not gonna say something don't let me catch you at the fucking function with your 42 year old ass dating a 19 year old and think I'm not about to sit up here and say something I will counsel that young person be like you don't have to do this you don't have to be with this person and then more more often than not they find young people who are living in situations of precarity who are living in situations of lack who come from impoverished situations who come from broken homes where they don't have food to eat don't have a place of their own and they sit up here and be like oh well if you just come over here you live with me you do what I say I can give you this and I can give you that whole time they're just lording over their lives and trying to control them that's not love that is literally the opposite of love. That is degradation. That is manipulation. That is literally dehumanization. Damn, I'm spitting. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Girl, my throat hurt. All in all, we need to watch out for these predatory ass men and women, however they identify, because it's not okay. Now, I think some people peg the question of like, do we think that these predators have a chance to rehabilitate? In my personal opinion and not in my structural analysis, my answer is no. Even though I do know the answer is possibly yes. If we are having conversations about abolition and abolishing the superstructure, which causes predatory behavior because it's a learned behavior, then absolutely when people, you know, go through the gulags, (laughs) when people become, you know, adjusted and they learn the error of their ways, Maybe, possibly, I'm not sure, but because I am a survivor of sexual assaults and I've yet to see a place or a system where, you know, it thrives outside of the current system where abolition and rehabilitation can take place right now. I just don't think that's feasible, but I do think in the future, maybe possibly, but you know, I'm biased girl. And I just say, throw these predators in a fucking volcano. I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. sorry um yeah um maybe if we threaten people with being thrown in a volcano maybe they'll stop being predators I don't know 
I'm tired of talking. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to like chat me up on like, you know what? No, what? No, don't chat me on the socials. Send me an email. That way I can better digest it because once my podcast like truly, truly takes off and I'm getting like thousands of notifications, I do not want like notifications, like flooding my inbox on social media. I'd rather it be filtered through like the email address. So, you know, if you have any questions or maybe if you want to share a story, yeah, if you want to share a story, hit me up on fluid flowermedia at gmail.com bitch and we will talk about it and if you're comfortable me reading your story on the show I will absolutely do that speaking of stories girls I'm writing the books or at least I'm planning to write the books the books are coming I just need to like sit down and figure out how I'm going to focus and actually get shit done so maybe I think oh I am going to my doctor tomorrow I do think maybe I'm gonna like ask for like some ADHD like medication, something like similar to Adderall, but that's not Adderall and that's not as potent. Just something that can help me like focus and like get more organized. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll just take like ginseng or Balboa or something shit like that. I don't know. I'll ask for her recommendations. Anyway, I love y'all so much. Girls, gays, them, days. The men and women who watch the show. I say watch. Yes, because I'm speaking into existence. The men and women who listen to the show. Girl, it's going to be great. I will catch you girls next week. And if I don't catch you next week, I'll catch you at the concert, boo. Bye.